When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You are listening to the One Good Scare podcast with Natalie Samora and Max Mallow. Hey everyone, welcome back to a new episode of the One Good Scare podcast. I'm Natalie Zamora, joined by Max Mallow, of course. And today we thought we would uh, take a step back from doing any reviews, anything too in-depth, and just talk about what is going on in horror these days. We missed our, a few of our weekly horror news roundups just because we were so engrossed in Midnight Mass the few uh, past few weeks. So, yeah, we're just going to talk about the latest headlines, things we're excited for, maybe not that excited for, and just fill you guys in on what's going on. Yeah, you know, more open discussion, I think, is needed after, you know, <laughs> having to review seven hour plus long episodes of the best TV show of the year, easily. Um, mm-hmm. So, if everyone missed our review of Midnight Mass, go check it out. There's also a review. With Crystal Belint, one of the actors from the show, who portrayed Dolly Scarborough. She was amazing to talk to. And, yeah, it's, uh, you know, like we said, the best show of the year. But there's a lot we missed, and a lot to discuss. We also kind of just, like, skipped over Squid Game, which, like, was horror-adjacent. Kind of mm-hmm. falls into that subcategory somewhere on the whole genre-defining spectrum that exists <laughs> in the ethos. Um yes. So we'll kind of talk about it a little bit as well. Uh, I know you hadn't checked it out, but I'm interested mm-hmm. to know your thoughts on, you know, if you were too busy, just didn't want to watch it, or why it didn't really catch your interest, or if it's, you know, you're planning to watch in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, obviously the big thing that we didn't talk about, and I want to hear a lot from you about uh, something you did over the past couple of weeks as well, which ties into this, uh, which is the fact that Stranger Things Season 4 is confirmed for summer 2022. Super exciting. There was a new teaser that was released as well, highlighting some of the themes and uh, plot lines that are going to take place in the fourth season. But you also went to the Stranger Things shop in New York City. So, one, give me your thoughts on the teaser, and two, how was the shop? What was it like? Yeah, so, oh my gosh, I love this teaser. It really feels like a full-length trailer. Like, this could have been the first trailer if they wanted to, and it gave us so much. We get to see Eleven in her new hometown in California, living with the buyers. She's sad. She's away from Mike. She's writing to him every day, and she's getting bullied in school, which, how could you bully Eleven? She's just the best person ever, but... Yeah, the the teaser um, presents a lot of threats, too. There's a lot of action going on, and it seems like, you know, our main characters will be reunited for some new dangers, even if it's not, you know, the Demogorgon. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of new things this season. So I'm so excited. I am really sad that it's coming out in summer because the entire trailer or teaser was hyping up spring break. Oh, my God, X amount of days until spring break. 
So everyone thought that it would be coming in spring 2022, but then just a few hours later, it was revealed that, nope, it'll be in summertime. So I'm excited. I'm definitely sad that we have to wait a long time um, because there hasn't been a season in so, so long. It, It feels like forever, but yeah, it should be really good. Hopefully it'll be worth the wait. And the Stranger Things store was really, really cool. It was in Times Square. They did a pop-up for Stranger Things Day. Um, And it was really, really nice. Like, the details were awesome. They had really cool merch, which was very expensive, so I did not buy anything. They're selling the upside-down Cheerios for $20. I mean, no. Just, I don't care how much I love Stranger Things. I'm not buying $20 Cheerios, and I feel bad that people are buying them. Yeah, I mean, they probably just taste like regular Cheerios as well, no? Yeah, and I, I don't know, do people eat them, or do they just, like, savor the box? Maybe the box is, like, a collector's item yeah. for some, but, yeah, 20 bucks. I don't know. You know. People buy Funko Pops. I'm not a huge yeah. Funko Pop guy. <laughs> uh, I know a lot of people out there are, so, you know, maybe it'll, it'll look good next to your Funko Pops. Yeah. <laughs> I should get it for my bookcase. And when I got this bookcase, I was like, I need to buy a Funko Pop now. But there's just too many options. I get overwhelmed. Yeah, you got a, what is that, a plushie of Pennywise back there? Yeah. Nice, love that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. I'm glad that they did a pop-up shop. Obviously, pop-up shops are nothing new. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like they're becoming more popular in mainstream media. Yeah. Um, you know, you see them a lot with... Uh, premium clothing lines and stuff like that that'll do pop-up shops here and there across uh, across the country and across the world um just you know dropping limited releases because you know what's the point in having anything unless it's limited and it's only yeah. numbered out of whatever and if you have one ooh, you're part of the collector's club but <laughs> you know i sounds like i'm making fun of it but i've definitely bought into that hype in a lot of things, because in my webcam, which nobody can see, but Natalie and I are talking about it, there's a ton of trading cards here that oh, yep, I've just I collected. And there's also a pop figure um, of <laughs> Pikachu and Jacob deGrom, who's the best pitcher in the world, and I love him. Um, but, yeah, uh, that's really cool. I'm glad that you got to check it out. Uh, you know, I kind of share the same sentiment as you, that season four won't take place during spring. Tr- Jog my memory real quick. Did season three take place during the... It took place during the summer. Was it released in the summer? I can't remember. Yeah, it took place in the summer and it came out on 4th of July. That's right. Yeah, by the end of the season, they were kind of at the end of summer. Right. And the whole thing was, yeah, they were moving away to go to new schools and stuff like that, getting out of Hawkins. And then... Mm -hmm. um, Because Dustin had came back from sleepaway camp and stuff like that where he met his girlfriend. So... Yeah, I kind of wish, you know, it, it took place in spring because just it adds to that whole immersion, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's also not like, you know, it's nitpicking a little bit. But, you know, Stranger Things is a massive franchise. Uh, I would say probably by far the biggest that Netflix has going for it for as far yeah. as its original series. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, all the hype is there for it. I'm very interested to see, you know, what happens can we talk about spoilers a little bit? I guess we can. Season three, yeah, yeah, it's been so long. If you haven't seen the third season, you're not going to watch it ever. Yeah. Like, I wonder what happens with Hopper, because yeah. obviously, you know, um, what's his face? Uh, David Harbour? Yeah, David Harbour um, is obviously now a Marvel alum, because uh, he was in Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and he has catapulted into just becoming like everyone's favorite uncle more or less even yeah. though they're not related um and it's crazy that the you remember the teaser that confirmed he was alive that came out going on two years ago really yeah oh was that the, it, that came out like valentine's day 2019 with the snow right when he was yeah. shoveling the snow in the train yard or whatever it was on the train yeah. tracks yeah it was called i think with from russia with love was right the big thing yeah Oh, Almost man. two years ago for the teaser, the first teaser, and we were going to have to wait That's almost crazy. another year. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm kind of glad it's taken this long. So many things nowadays are just rushed, you know, yeah. and, just, and just put out to please people and to make – well, not really please people, but to make money, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the – you know, Stranger Things is a franchise um, – it just seems that Netflix has just been like, hey, you know, do the best that you can possibly do with yeah. continuing the story because this is a show that could go on for at least two more seasons, I think. I think six seasons is a, a healthy number to possibly end it on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's kind of our generation. I, I don't know how well it resonated with like generations younger than us. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it was definitely aimed at our generation and maybe like the generation younger than us. Yeah, I think so. Because it is a bit scary, especially the first season. The first season is pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm so excited for this. I can't wait. Uh, is the pop up shop gone? I'm assuming it's not there anymore. I'm not sure to be honest. So it opened up on Stranger Things Day, which was November sixth. So okay. I mean, it might be still there because that was less than two weeks ago. But I know that, so I got to go there early, but I know if you wanted to go starting the day, it's, it, it launched technically the 6th. There was like a long wait list you had to get on and everything mm. like that. So you can't just like show up. Huh. Okay. Smart. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we're going to review it next year when it comes out for sure. Yeah. And I, I, can't ho- wait. I hope this one is... A- a little more grounded in the human relationships that all the characters have built up over the past three seasons because first season was definitely sci-fi heavy when it came to the Demogorgon and the Upside Down and everything like that and and Eleven's powers and then that was explored more in season two and they went to this, uh, you know, they had to fight the Mind Flayer Um, and then season three was much more grounded in, in the characters and, you know, especially Mike and Eleven, um, Dustin and Max, oh, not Dustin and Max, uh, Max and um, Lucas. Lucas? Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, it took me a second. I, I'm so impressed with myself for being able to name all the characters, like, off the top of my head like that, and I'm glad I picked Lucas off the top of my head because, for some reason, Stranger Things, for me, the names of the characters, especially, like, years ago, <laughs> they, like, they all just, like, evaporated from my mind. And yeah. it, as soon as I would, like, watch the new season, I'd be like, ah, oh, yes, okay, I remember everybody. It's been so long. Yeah. And then Billy was obviously, you know, the main antagonist of mm-hmm. the last season. Um, and I love... Um, Baker. What? Baker Montgomery. Yeah, Montgomery, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh... I'm so excited for this. Me too. So what else we got on the on the docket for today? Because this next thing I'm seeing in my script, uh, I'm just, no. Why? <laughs> just why? No interest? No interest? Not really. 
I'm kind of interested. So last week was Disney Plus Day. It was this huge event where Disney Plus literally just started a Twitter thread and they were dropping news in the Twitter thread, which was very annoying for people who were trying to <laughs> report on the news. There was no live stream, um, a little annoying, but out of the many things that they did announce, one is the Predator prequel, um, and it officially has a name. It's called Prey, and it's coming to Hulu in summer 2022. Okay. I think it looks interesting. This, uh, this concept art that has been released looks a little bit scary. It's supposed to take place 300 years ago, so it might be a little spooky. Yeah, so... After reading the bloody disgusting article that you've linked here uh, from John Squires, um, yeah, I'm a little more interested now. Okay. Because I heard Disney and The Predator, yeah. and I was like, those are two things that do not mix in today's world uh-huh. at all. Right. Like, why is Disney handling one of my favorite and most iconic sci-fi monsters of all time? It doesn't make any sense. But now because. after... Because why? Disney owns Hulu, so exactly. technically it's Disney, yeah. but it's not Disney Plus. No, in 20th Century Fox and, and uh, all that stuff, um, or studios, rather. Um, but, so it's being directed by Dan Trachtenberg, who did 10 Cloverfield Lane, uh, mm-hmm. which is the last good Cloverfield movie, and yes. the only one that we will acknowledge that came after the original. Um, and... From the article uh, from John Squires, it says that it'll be a prequel, uh, reportedly, to the original classic that will tell the tale of the Predator's first journey to our planet. So that's super interesting, um, because I love the original one, Mm -hmm. and it seems that it's going to have that type of setting based on some of these, like, concept arts that we're seeing here. Um, The logo's a little cheesy. It's just, you know, Prey. very Disney. Yeah, in in the Predator font. Um, and, uh, it seems that the other piece of, um, concept art we have here is of Amber Midthunder, uh, who is in Legion and she stars as a co-Manchi woman, uh, I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly, um, who goes against gender norms and traditions to become a warrior and the film's events are set 300 years ago. So obviously she's got a bow and arrow there, uh, in the, in the, the concept art, which as we would assume, would do absolutely nothing yeah. to the Predator. Um, but, yeah, I'm a little more excited now. Um, but, you know, everything really after the original is kind of trash. Yeah, and that's the thing that I feel like we definitely talked about this when we talked about just monster movies. I don't really, like, enjoy the Predator movies, but just Predator as a character is scary to me, so I'm kind of drawn to it, if that makes sense. I just don't like monsters, and, like, it's really creepy to me. Like, the face of the... Like, the the, the embodiment of the Predator, or, like, the Predator's actual face? Because the face scared the crap out of me as a kid, too. Both. Both? Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. I just don't like monsters and, like, really big things. I mean, I don't like dinosaurs, so this is... Right. This is close to that, not well, really. But yeah, well, at least we 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 believe dinosaurs are here years and years ago. Um, yeah. But I believe the predator was not here years and years ago. Who knows? Who knows? Could have been. Um, Could have you know fought off the xenomorphs in Alaska yeah. <laughs> or Antarctica, wherever they were. Um, but yeah, I wonder if it's going to be, you know, kind of a darker tone in the same vein of 
Mandalorian a little bit when it comes to its storytelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the Mandalorian is hugely successful and the only thing from Star Wars that we acknowledge from the past ten years. Um, you know, that's not to say the Clone Wars or Rebels or any of the, the cartoon shows are bad. We just mm-hmm. didn't, haven't watched those. Just it's the Mandalorian, and the other <laughs> movies didn't come out. But Adam Driver was great in them. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, Mandalorian was a perfect way of doing episodic television mm-hmm. in today's world, um, which in my mind has been continued on by things like Ted Lasso um, and, and some other shows. But, you know, we're in the world now of release the season all at once. We want to binge it. We want to be done with it. We want to give our thoughts on it on social media. And then we want to move on to the next thing. Yeah. So The Mandalorian was an opportunity for everyone to kind of just like chill out, take things episode by episode and, you know, digest everything and i think it, that worked out in a uh, in a great way for that like in the same way that wandavision loki mm-hmm. falcon and winter soldier also capitalized on that release format so i hope predator also does that because i don't want to kind of just like binge it and be done with it i want lore strong character development and to make the predator actually a terrifying character again and I feel like if you just do that all at once, it just kind of diluted a little bit, which will be really upsetting. Um, I think it's a movie. Oh, it's a full-on movie? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm an idiot. I heard Hulu, and I thought TV show <laughs> just, Yeah, it has to be a TV show. I know, yeah. If it was a... I don't know. If it was a TV show, I would also be hesitant. But if it's... It's a movie, so... You could have cut me off at any time during that monologue. <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought you were just talking about The Mandalorian, and then you got into, like, so if this is, like, The Mandalorian, I was like, oh, well... Well, I heard well, Hulu exactly. and was like, oh, okay, so Disney wanted to do this, but they're not going to put it on Disney+, Plus, so they put it on Hulu. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I thought immediately. Um, me. Hulu has movies. Hulu does have movies. Yeah, no. FX has the movies, okay? (laughs) FX has the movies. But, yeah, I just clearly didn't do my reading comprehension um, because it clearly says in the bloody disgusting URL, movie. So, whoops. Um, Yeah, so as a movie, I have a whole other thought on this. (laughs) I hope it's good. I don't have any faith in it being good because all the other Predator movies have been really bad. Yeah. We could have just skipped this. Faith in the director. What? Faith in the director, though. Yeah, faith in the director. Um, faith in the the concept art, mm-hmm. I guess. I hope it's good. We hope it's good. Yeah, I'll be watching it. I just think it's going to be bad because <laughs> I have years of Predator movies to look back on and be like, those were really bad. We'll know for sure, maybe, when the trailer comes out. Then we'll get a good vibe. Sure. Is there a TV show we're talking about so I can kind of, like, you know, supplant my whole rant about episodic releases compared to that now? Or is there no more TV shows we're talking about? I think there's two more. (laughs) Okay, good. I'll bring that back up. And we can loop it all back in, or you can just cut it out and move it there, and it'll sound completely out of place. (laughs) Amazing. Um, So should we move on to the next piece of news, which I'm particularly interested in? Yeah. Of course. I think this would be great. Uh, yeah. So, according to Deadline, Leonardo DiCaprio is in talks to play Jim Jones in a new movie from MGM. And he's also going to, or supposed to be, uh, producing it as well. So, 
Interesting. I remember in like psych class in high school, we learned all about Jim Jones. We watched documentaries about him and just kind of like the psychology behind joining a cult or, you know, leading one. And I always wondered why there wasn't a good movie out there depicting his life or the events of what happened, because I don't think that it's too soon. Um, this happened in the 70s, and I feel like nowadays something traumatic happens in the next year. It's like, all right, we're making a movie about it. So um, enough time has passed, and I'm ready for this story to be told because it is very, very interesting and, and terrible, and just I need to watch it. Yeah, um, obviously Jim Jones um, was the leader behind the Jonestown mass suicide from 1978. Um it is being uh, produced uh, by MGM, and it's you know, I, not ironic, but it's you know what a coincidence that this news came out as soon as Midnight Mass. We got done with mm-hmm. Midnight Mass because Midnight Mass is definitely the idea of a cult a bit, um, and how religion plays a part into that. Um, it's not extremely cult-like; it's more the undertones of what that means uh in midnight mass a little bit um but you know the whole uh the whole saying don't drink the kool-aid um comes from this uh this tragedy so i'm really excited to to see more information on this i think leo is a good casting call i think he'll do a good job at it um but you know, not horror related at all. I'm. I think I'm a little more excited for this upcoming Netflix movie that he's going to be in. That's got J. Law, Jonah Hill, Timothy Chalamet, Meryl Streep, and Ariana Grande in it. Yes. Uh, Don't look up. Uh, which I think you retweeted uh, a trailer that popped up yeah. on my timeline. That looks really good. Yeah, I'm super excited for that. I mean, Adam McKay is just a great director and. It's just so funny to me. I watched that trailer and I was like, I'm so excited for this. And it's funny because it's just weird thinking of like an actual, I'm going to sound like such a snob, but like an actual good movie being on Netflix. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Netflix originals are good. They're guilty pleasures. They're fun to watch, but not all of them are going to be, you know, Academy Award nominees. Those are just very, you know, of just a few of them, the Irishman and stuff like that. So it's just funny to see more and more, you know, actual acclaimed movies coming to Netflix. It's very interesting. Yeah. Obviously, Adam McKay did The Big Short, which is a, a phenomenal film, very insightful in terms of um, the, the housing market and everything like that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, how do you feel about, you think Leo will do a good job playing Jim Jones? Yeah, I think he can do it. He's a great actor. Um, I think it might have been more interesting to see an unknown actor play, but I'm assuming they need a big budget. They need an A-lister in the role, and that's fine. I'm excited to see this. Yeah, I'm also interested to see the transformation because yes. uh, Jim Jones had a very particular look to him. Obviously, in the, the Deadline article we're looking at, you know, it's a nice picture of Leo on the red carpet and then Jim Jones with the big sunglasses and the, the, mm-hmm. the plaid suit and everything like that. So, um, as far as like transformations go on screen, Leo is one of the best, uh, when it comes to putting himself in the role like that. So yeah, I hope it definitely has some like thriller horror elements to it because it's, uh, a, you know, a terrible tragic story. Um, Mm -hmm. and we look forward to more information on it. Yeah, I agree. I'm excited to see the first, you know, promotional images to see the, the transformation. That'll be really cool. 
Um, so before we get into more news, let's take our first quick break and then we'll be right back. So the next piece of news we have here, <laughs> I think we're a little bit jaded on the Halloween franchise right now, but I thought it would be worth discussing a little bit. Um, David Gordon Green, who directed Halloween, Halloween Kills, and then is also directing Halloween Ends, it's talking about the third movie in his series, which will be the last one. And he's saying, um, he said to, while he was on the Empire Spoiler Special podcast, it's kind of a coming of age film and it's a very different tone. That's what has me excited about it, is to have these three chapters that I've been involved in be very different from each other. They are all there to honor Carpenter, but aren't necessarily just emulating him. So all three movies will have different tones. Interesting. As listeners of this podcast know, we loved 2018 Halloween, hated Halloween Kills, and I have no expectations for Halloween Ends at this point. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, I kind of don't care how this ends anymore, Yeah, which stinks. Um, the article... Uh, that we're referencing obviously also comes from Bloody Discussing and John Squires. Um, the whole thing that about being a coming of age film in a very different tone without any wittiness or retro joy um, makes it sound good, right? But man, the story was kind of whack in Halloween Kills. And I, mean, I was listening to to uh, James and Chelsea review it on the Dead Meat podcast, mm-hmm. and it was interesting. It was like and I didn't even put like click this in my head when we were reviewing it, and I don't know if you did, but like when they announced two more movies, you know, you have to do something in the second one that everyone like everyone knows how it's going to end. Michael's going to be alive, and the third one's going to be the final showdown. So what are you going to do in the middle one to make it interesting? Well, I have an idea: not do the whole stupid evil dies tonight because that was so bad. Mm-hmm. It was terrible it was not good it was a mess of a movie um and i'm just like i think he also said there's going to be a time jump a bit as well in this one yeah mm -hmm. it's not going to take place you know the same as halloween kills the same night which i mean i get because how long is one night but i don't think we need a full-on time jump yeah okay so in the bloody disgusting article four-year time jump from kills to ends, which Weird. is ridiculous. Weird. That's a huge time jump. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you going to explain Michael going missing and not being caught four years plus he just killed um, Lori's daughter? Yeah. Which, like, it's just... Uh. Yeah. I really loved, like, obviously we loved Halloween, and I really loved the start of Halloween Kills, that it was the same night, just because I'm sick of it being a few years past. They feel like they're safe, but one person knows he's coming back. It's like, come on, it's every single movie. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. This had this trilogy had a chance to be really, really good. Yeah. And kind of be a blueprint for, like, other studios if they wanted to go and reboot other, you know, the big franchises, like Friday and... Uh, Nightmare, nightmare and Texas, stuff like that yeah. yeah um so i don't know i don't know it's it's disappointing you know 
um, maybe he's just saying this now because people aren't happy with the overall tone yeah. of, the, of the second one, which is I know completely understandable. Um, and we hope it's not bad. It's just that I, we don't see a light at the end of the tunnel for this trilogy, which sucks because it started off so good and then it just ran off the rails halfway through. I already know I'm going to be cringing when I go to buy my movie ticket to see this damn movie. I'm going to be like, I'm doing it, but I'm not happy about it. Yeah. I'm so scared. I wonder if the overall viewing experience would be improved watching all three back to back to back when they Mm -hmm. are all available in home release and streaming, whatever. If that will improve the experience of the second one. Um, But... I think we're also a little bit victims of our own hype. You know, we hyped that up. We hyped the movie up yeah. so much. So I know. So maybe the third one will be fine because we'll have no expectations whatsoever. Yeah. All our expectations are out the window. All the hype yeah. is gone. Um, and when is it supposed to come out? It's supposed to come out uh, next year. 20, yeah, 2022. Yeah. So that'll be back-to-back years with Halloween movies. And, you know. I would say it can't be any be- any worse than this last one, but that's not true. It could, yeah. It could. Like, this wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. It was just so disappointing, but a very different tone. Let's see if that actually means anything. Yeah, what, what kind of tones you got up your sleeve there, Mr. Gordon <laughs> Green? Let's find out. We will soon enough. It'll fly by. Yeah. So what's this next piece of news? Because this seems like a series. Is this a series? Or is this also a movie? Okay, it's a series. Yes, there's a new horror comedy series starring Courtney Cox called Shining Veil. And it's coming to stars next year, um, March 2022. So there is not any uh, trailer for this. There's one promotional image. And it also stars Greg Kinnear and Mira Servino. Sorry, I don't know why I stuttered saying her name um so there's a good cast here and i just love courtney cox horror comedy obviously that's worked well for her in the past with the scream franchise and so i'm interested to see what this is yeah um obviously scream 5 comes out or scream whatever Mm -hmm. comes out in january i believe right Mm -hmm. so this is looking like i'm assuming this will probably come out next year uh Yeah. yeah it has a march premiere date um, so two out of the first three months of 2022 looking like a big year for Courtney Cox, um, mm-hmm. you know, obviously has not only scream and friends under her belt and a load of other projects, but I love Greg Kinnear. I find him super funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen stuck on you, the, uh, the conjoined twins movie with him and Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. That's like, no. was like one of my favorite movies as a kid. I don't know why. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Um, but I loved that movie. Um, but I don't know much about stars when it comes to original series. I know they have Outlander, which I've never mm-hmm. seen. I heard people like that. Um, I've heard Power is really good, but I've never watched Power. Um, and they also had Ash vs. Evil Dead, which I tried yeah. and I couldn't get into. But that's a horror series mm-hmm. under their belt. So... I will maybe give this a chance. The only problem is I just I don't know how I'm going to get stars in my life. <laughs> yeah, see, that was really the only point that I had to say about this is that stars was a little bit of a turnoff. Because like you said, I mean, stars is a good brand, but it's not an HBO 
Um, so, you know, we'll have to see the trailer if it seems like, you know, it's worth signing up for a free trial or something like that. The premise seems interesting enough to keep me wanting to see a trailer, but, you know, this one might be one that we just skip. Yeah. Uh, definitely we'll, we'll, we'll read, we'll read reviews of it for sure. Mm -hmm. And that will probably determine whether or not we, we jump in, um, I don't think Stars has a streaming service. I could be wrong. Mm -mm. Um, and I think if you want to get it through like Amazon or stuff like that, you need to have an actual Stars subscription through your your television. I think you can do like an add on. Okay. On Amazon Prime. Interesting. Um, mm -hmm. But again, part of the reason why everyone has Amazon Prime Video is because everyone has Amazon Prime. Yeah. <laughs> so to pay extra for Stars is a little much. Though I do really want to watch Power. I heard Power is really good. Um, yeah, I never watched it. I always wanted to watch Outlander, but it was just one of those things where I'm like, well, I don't have stars. So. Yeah, I think it was also kind of burned out on like, <laughs> you know, uh, it's not like medieval, it's not like Vikings, but it's what's yeah, uh, it's fantasy, right? But... Again, yeah, that's the the genre I was looking for. I was definitely burnt mm -hmm. out on fantasy after and Game romance. of Thrones. Yeah, after Game yeah. of Thrones, super burnt oh, out. Totally. Um, but. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Maybe a trailer is good. That'll, you know, mm -hmm. maybe pique our interest a little bit more. Um, but, yeah, we hope it's good. And we hope Scream 5 is better. I know. I watched the trailer in the movie theater yesterday, and it was just fed my soul. Fantastic just seeing it on the big screen like that. Yeah, but we're going we're gonna to ease our expectations for this movie. Yeah, I know. I know because I, know. <laughs> I am more concerned with this movie being bad than I was with Halloween Kills. Like, you and I, Halloween Kills was, like, our thing. But Scream is... is you love Scream. Scream is my thing. That's my movie. And if this movie sucks, fuck. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be so upset. Fair enough. Um, but, yeah, we'll keep you up to, in for, uh, up to date with more information when it comes to Shining Veil vale, um, and its uh, 2022 premiere on Stars. Uh, this is the next piece of news. Uh, is something that I brought across your screen. Um, yeah. And it is something that doesn't need to happen. It's something that is a good example of why we don't need to do this. But mm -hmm. I, I also kind of get why people... It's annoying that I understand why people are doing this. Um, the Train to Busan uh, remake in, in the U.S. now has an official title. Um, <laughs> and I... It's called The Last Train to New York. <laughs> I stress again, why do we need to do this when a perfectly amazing, one of the best horror movies of this generation of horror movies is available, uh, you know, in Korean with the original Korean cast and the the writers and the directors and everybody who made this movie happen. And, mm -hmm. you know, subtitles exist. <laughs> you can watch and enjoy a movie in a foreign mm -hmm. language. It's oh, yeah. so good that this doesn't need to happen. And if they trash this movie, I'm going to be so annoyed because the original is like a near perfect zombie movie. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. And like it's obviously centered in New York. And are we going to put people on the like the, the C train and they're going to be trying to get to Penn Station, but there's zombies everywhere? What are we doing? <laughs> Oh man, yeah, and I really want—I really love the original. I watched it this year actually for the first time, and I really, really enjoyed it. Really great action. Um, 
It came out in 2015. Why do we need a remake? Money, I'm assuming, is the only answer. But it is really annoying. I will say, though, that this AV Club article that we have pulled up here, it's really funny. They have a little tagline. Hey, we commute in here. <laughs> That's good. I see that. Yeah. Hey, we commute in here. Get out of yeah. here. Oh, no. I just... It's uh, a lot. I, I mean, the good thing is I do love, and I think you agree, movies set in New York. It was really fun just to see, you know, how they, where they shoot, you know, pointing at the screen like, oh, yeah, I just went there. You know, I know that train and everything like that. That's super fun, but not enough fun to warrant this. Yeah. Um, just there's a ton of like nuances in Train to Busan when it comes to just the themes. I don't want to spoil much about the movie because mm-hmm. everyone should watch it. It's fantastic. Um, that I don't know how they're going to translate it in a uh, like similar manner when it comes to like the just the overall detail and everything that goes on in the film. Like mm-hmm. it makes me really worried that they're remaking yeah. this movie because. Like, what's like? Are we gonna remake Parasite in the U.S. because we don't need to do that? Like, why? Um, it just it just rubs me the wrong way that they're making this movie. Don't know why. Yeah, no, it it really is. It just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. It's just like if you really want to watch it, just put on subtitles. It's literally not hard. At all. Not I don't hard. even notice it. It's like I have the subtitles on on everything I watch just because I like to read instead of listen, really. So you get used to it. It's, you can do it, people. It's okay. Yeah. I will say, as a sidebar, one thing you shouldn't watch with subtitles are game shows. Because my girlfriend and I were watching <laughs> Celebrity Family Feud last night. Oh, uh, no. On Hulu. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and... The buzzer was popping up in the subtitles before Steve Harvey was revealing it on the the big board, which was annoying. And I was like, ah, that's not right. Um, But it was like Zach Braff uh, and like Mm -hmm. Donald Faison uh, on one team. And it was hilarious. They're hilarious. Um, So, yeah, don't watch game shows with subtitles on. (laughs) That's not a good look. But watch foreign films with subtitles on because there are so many foreign films that you can enjoy, especially in the horror genre. Um, like Train oh, yeah. to Busan, and it's not like this like franchise has just like disappeared. They just made a sequel to it, not yeah. but two two years ago, two three years ago. I think it was like last year. Last year, time escapes yeah. me. Time is not a thing I understand <laughs> anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Which I didn't watch the sequel. Did you? No, I haven't seen Peninsula yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, it takes place in the same universe. It's called Train to Busan presents Peninsula. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it's called Train to Busan Peninsula. Um, just, ugh. It's like, if it's good, cool. That, maybe that there's something they were able to adapt a, uh, did you say classic? Like It is pretty much a zombie classic, I think, of this yeah, generation. Yeah, like a modern classic. Yeah, yeah there you go. Um, and make it in a respectable way that honors the original. If it's bad, that's just it's going to be a bad look across the mm-hmm. board. Um, there are some interesting things you can do with like a New York setting, especially if it's more modern and having to deal with, you know, some of the 
the issues that took place in the city over the past year and a half, more or less, mm-hmm. um, or two years now. You know, again, time doesn't exist to me. I don't understand time. Um, it's just that it maybe it's too soon. Mm-hmm. I think that's what rubs me the wrong way. Is that it's too soon? Yeah, it hasn't been long at all. It makes no sense to me. I agree. It's just Americans wanting everything for themselves is really the point of this. Yeah. Um, let's see. The director, uh, Timo Jajanto, I hope I'm pronouncing uh, that correctly, uh, is yeah. half of horror duo The Mo Brothers, uh, which um, uh, it says that uh, he's known for his work on the VHS franchise. Um, which I haven't seen. My girlfriend watched 94, 84, whatever the new one that just came out mm-hmm, was. Mm-hmm. She said I only pre- watched the first one. She said it was pretty good. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's pointed out here in the AV Club article, which I think is, is well-written. It's not just an American remake of a South Korean blockbuster, but it's an American remake of a well-regarded zombie film that threads critiques of class and economic disparity throughout the tale of the passengers on the train as they're trying to run away from zombies and, mm-hmm. you know, everything like that. Also, the actors are fantastic in the original. Yeah. Oh, totally. I thought you were going to say in the remake, and I was like, who? No. Who the hell did they get? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know who they're going to cast in this remake. Um, like, I think to, like, I haven't seen the the new Snowpiercer. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, the original Snowpiercer was done by Bong Joon-ho, who did uh, Parasite, Parasite, best director, best picture, best original screenplay. If I'm remembering correctly, I don't remember. I don't remember. I didn't watch the last Oscars. That was the first Oscars I didn't watch, and then the last one before that. Again, time doesn't exist to me. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, Chris Evans, I believe, was the lead in the movie. In the movie, David yeah. Diggs is the lead in in the TV show. Yeah, which mm-hmm. I love which to beat Diggs. Um, obviously, Alexander Hamilton, uh, not Alexander Hamilton, Thomas Jefferson um, <laughs> in Hamilton. Um, so, and he's also in that DoorDash commercial with, with <laughs> uh, what is it, Sesame Street or the Muppets? Yeah, Sesame Something Street. Like that. Yeah. Um, but I haven't watched that. And the Snowpiercer remake is okay. I would still say people should go watch the original. Because Bong Joon Ho is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. To to anyone who's interested in this movie, go watch Yon Sang Ho's original, and then think for yourself if this movie needs to be remade. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. That's the answer. That is the answer. Oh, all right, that is our rant. <laughs> that is our rant on the last train to New York. We hope it's good. We're not saying we hope it's bad. We just yeah. have a feeling that it's bad and just we don't need to do this in Hollywood. We can just, mm-hmm. you know, you know, put more praise and and energy into hyping up the originals and foreign films and stuff like that for all of the amazing movies that are out there in the world. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Do you want to take our final break and then we kind of do our last segment here because uh, yeah. we can talk about this. It's definitely one of the most hyped up Netflix shows in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Let's take our final break and we'll be right back to get into it. All right. So our final piece of news here is that the creator of Squid Game says that season two is definitely happening. Um 
he said during an interview with the Associated Press earlier this month. There's been so much pressure, so much demand, and so much love for a second season. I almost feel like I you leave us no choice. But I will say there will indeed be a second season. What are your thoughts as someone who watched Squid Game? Okay, so we kind of skipped over Squid Game in terms of reviewing it. Uh, mm-hmm. You haven't seen it yet. Nope. Um, but it definitely took all the hype away from any from Midnight Mass. Um, <laughs> In the mainstream, which mm-hmm. is uh, totally fair. I think it's a good show. I enjoyed it. It is also extremely overhyped, mm. I think. And that comes from a place of saying it's not bad. It's good, right? But things can be good and overhyped at the same time. Oh, totally. Especially on Netflix. Right. Um and that you know that ties into what we're saying about Train to Busan and the American remake. It's like, yes, if that's the first time you've ever watched a Korean show or anything like that, right. you're going to be like, wow, this is amazing. Um, and the hope is watching that leads you into watching more foreign films. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we saw it kind of, I think, for most people, when Parasite won all the Oscars that it did, that was like a big realization of like, okay, maybe we should just like look at some of these foreign films we haven't been talking about. And mm-hmm. and like, that's where you get the whole stupid argument of, I like to watch my movies, not read yeah. my movies. Um, and, right. And that is uh, one big point of contention that took place with Squid Game uh, and its mm-hmm. popularity because there was a huge discrepancy between people who watched it in the, in the English dub and with uh, English subtitles. Uh, I started it, and I was like, "Okay, let's just sound. Let's just hear what the English dub sounds like." And the yeah, English dub sounds how bad it, is. it sounds terrible. And that's not to crap on the voice actors and those who dubbed over it, um, but it is a hundred percent meant to be watched in Korean with English subtitles. And my right. girlfriend did it another solid for me by telling me to watch it with English subtitles uh, instead of another setting. Because people were mm, watching it with the English dub subtitles yeah. and Korean uh, Korean audio, and that was creating an error in translation because mm-hmm. you know it wasn't uh, translated correctly from from Korean. So, if you haven't watched it yet and you want to watch it, that's a word of advice: watch it in Korean with English subtitles, not English CC. I believe yeah. is the incorrect one. Um, but yeah, it's overhyped. Um, you know, death games is something that has been extremely popularized in all of media across the world over the past 10 years. And it's like, oh, cool. These things exist. Right. But Mm -hmm. like, this is such a cool new format, but people don't realize this has been around for such a long time anyway with, um, you know, I think of, uh, battle Royale, the Japanese film, which obviously was, uh, an inspiration, I believe, or uh, to the Hunger Games, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. But, you know, the whole idea of Battle Royale played into the massive rise in Battle Royale video games, Fortnite, mm-hmm. uh, Apex Legends, Call of Duty Warzone, all of those games. So when people are like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. It's like people fighting for their lives in a yeah. day. And I'm like, this exists. Like, enjoy all of it. Right, 
and and take it all in um without like overhyping it. it's like this is the best thing that's ever made it is good i really enjoyed it there are some really really good moments in it um what i don't think it needs is this second season uh the story of it as well i is super interesting like i believe the original script um was in limbo for like years and years and yeah, years i remember reading that yeah because no one would pick it up and now to hear that uh you know netflix uh the ceo of netflix called it um the biggest uh where is it i think the quote was in this uh story yeah ted uh sarandos uh mm-hmm. the ceo of netflix said uh during the 2021 code conference in LA that it was on track to be Netflix's most watched series in any language just days after premiere. And it's, uh, the quote was, it will definitely be our biggest non-English language show in the world. And there's a very good chance it'll be our biggest show ever, which Cray. is crazy. Um, and it also to the minds of those who want to make money screams. Okay. Second season. Yeah. Oh Yeah. Um, it makes complete sense why they're doing a second season. It's literally just money. The amount of people searching for Squid Game Halloween costumes this year was through the roof. Absolutely insane. Oh, yeah. And so they just know this is a huge cash grab. Yeah. Um, you know, countless DJs appearing on my TikTok feed. <laughs> Sound like a boomer. Um, yes. Uh, playing the, on the, that TikTok. On that TikTok app on your telephones um you know a ton of djs were playing the squid game uh song um during like edc and stuff like that and i think i don't know i'm so edc thing (laughs) i'm so out of the electronic dance music world since i graduated college it's not even funny Mm -hmm. um but yeah uh that's what i'm talking about like the overhyped like it like it blew out of proportion i think um and I think as a standalone thing, the way it ends, you're, you're going to watch it eventually, right? Maybe. All right. Should I spoil uh, I won't spoil it. Okay. I don't care about spoilers, but maybe if people are listening and they haven't seen it. Right. So it definitely ends on a cliffhanger and, okay. a, and a big one um, that I think kind of takes away from our main character's overall journey. Okay. Um I think if it was kind of just wrapped up at the end as a succinct story, that would have stood alone as like a much more cohesive overall plot. Mm-hmm. Um, that like I don't know where they're going to go with the second one. There's definitely a huge world that they could explore around it. Um, but yeah, uh, a second season definitely makes me a little bit worried. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, the way that I've heard people talk about it, and I haven't seen it, so I don't know if this is true or not, but it seems like what you're saying is, if you've seen Korean films and shows, this is, you know, just one of the many, you know, run-of-the-mill type of type of thing. It's not anything kind of that stands out with Korean-specifically media. Yeah, or even, like, there's also, like, Japanese films, um... As the God's Will is another super interesting uh, death game film that takes place inside a school that I uh, I really liked. Um, but yeah, it's like again, like there again, there's a ton of media out there mm-hmm. to enjoy. Um, 
especially from like eastern parts of the world like japan and korea and stuff like that um that um i feel like it definitely got overhyped a bit um mm-hmm. i think a lot of people also share that sentiment um but it is good it is worth watching i would say um some of the some of the performances are fantastic mm-hmm. um and i hope that in the uh in the journey to get more money out of this netflix ruins it that's i think the overall worry uh, yeah for sure yeah i remember when it came out and i saw it kind of like in my top 10 i was like oh like netflix has so many foreign tv shows and movies for people to watch and i i i was just surprised that this was the one that got so popular like there's so many good options on netflix for foreign tv and movies and it was just i don't know confusing to me that this is the one that was on tiktok on twitter on instagram but the thing is with netflix because everyone has a netflix account once one thing gets a little popular it's going to be overhyped like that's just the thing and it just annoys me yeah so whenever anything is just like too in my face i'm kind of like eh you know, I have other things to do. So I am not any, and I have nothing against the show. I haven't watched it. I just, it wasn't popping out at me as something as like, I need to watch immediately. Right. And again, to say that it's overhyped doesn't mean that it's good. It's just that it definitely um, got caught in a mainstream media whirlwind for yeah. sure. Um, and yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's strange that it's like this show that was in limbo for so many years mm-hmm. and they wouldn't give uh, the creator and director um, Huang Dong-hyuk like the the, the 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 funds, the platform to release his work. And then they finally do and they're like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. Make another one. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, it's just, it. I don't know. I know. Uh, it's crazy. It seems almost like, I'm, and I'm not saying this to trash the show or anything like that, but it seems almost just when things like that happen, it's just accidental. And like one person tells another person, then one person makes a TikTok about it and it's all over. That's it. Like it's, it's huge now. Yeah. Or even like, again, we're not also saying this is the case, but like it could be like a little disingenuous on whoever is doing that. Right. Because again, he, his work was just left in limbo. Mm-hmm. And then someone was like, "Okay, sure, whatever. Let's just release this. Who, who knows? Yeah, how... we're maybe... Netflix. We have so much money. Right? Maybe it'll make some money. Maybe it won't. And then it's the biggest thing ever. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. We always knew this was going to be the biggest thing ever. Like, yeah, make another one. And it's just like, okay, so why why did it take so long? Anyway, and you know, some people argue, well, it's like, well, they gave him the platform, eventually, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, it all ties back into. The Train to Busan conversation, which is there's fantastic media out there in other parts of the world if you just turn on the subtitles. Yeah, Um, 100%. And just don't watch it in the dub. The dub sounds so so corny compared to uh, to Korean. Um, Never in my life. It just distracts from the overall vibe of the show as well. Um, they're never gonna get like spoiler. They're never gonna get the Leonardo DiCaprio's of the world to dub these shows. So just fucking never watch dubbed. It's it's so terrible. Plus, it's like it's like uh, it takes away from like the the actors in the show. You can't watch. I can't watch different mouse moving. I hate that so much. It's like such a pet peeve of mine. Even if like something's lagging a little bit in the show, I'm like, what is going on? 
Why are their lips not matching? It's so annoying to me. Yeah. I don't know how people do it. Yeah. Um, I would say watch it. Um, I think you'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I think you'll definitely, once you watch it, understand why uh, I say it's overhyped a bit. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but it's um, if for those who are like interested in more death game type of shows and stuff like that, who after watching Squid Game and listening to this, check out As the Gods Will, uh, a Japanese film. Super, super good. Um, I'm sure there's also a ton of anime out there that people can enjoy. Oh, yeah. That are in, that's in the same genre. Um, but yeah, it like, you know, it's been around for forever. Like Hunger Games. Yeah. Battle Royale. You know, uh, this is not necessarily a super new concept. Um, and some of the ideas they work into the show are really, really good. And the performances are really, really good. Like, Mm. um, the story isn't some groundbreaking phenomenon. The, the, but the actors who portray the characters in the show are all super, super good. Um, I have no complaints whatsoever about the cast. Um, but yeah, season two. I wonder how long it's going to take to make. Yeah, I don't know. It depends if Netflix is like, we need this now, or hopefully Netflix will give them a, a little bit of freedom there. Yeah, I, I want to say also, I feel like the creator didn't want to do a second season originally. I want to mm. say I read that somewhere, but maybe I heard it word of mouth from someone. Mm, gotcha. And now there's more pressure on him to make a second one. Yeah, literally that quote was like, you leave us no choice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, uh... Crazy. Um, and yeah, like... Why don't know, they just let him make something else and give him money to make something else and promote it as from the creator of Squid Game? Yeah. It's just, this kind of happens, like, every once in a while, though, where, like, these yeah. foreign films, like, gain a major amount of mainstream traction. Um, it's social media. It really yeah, is. Yeah, it is. Uh, what was the Spanish film from last year the platform yeah 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 that was a big one yeah not as big as this no this is like absolutely insane yeah i'm uh genuinely surprised by how big this show became me too it's crazy you know what it it is too just with i'm gonna age myself here but with you know tiktokers the younger generation like you were saying nothing of this show is new but to them you know, 16-year-olds, 18-year-olds, it is new because they're not, you know, cinephiles. They're not watching older things. They're not watching foreign things. So for them, it's like, wow, this is the first time I've ever seen anything like this. And it's on Netflix. Oh, my God. Like, everyone can watch it. That's my rant. No, it's a good rant. It's a good rant to have. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's pretty much everything uh, that we, we've we've missed out on. Um yeah. And the last things we'll leave you with... Well, one thing I actually want to bring up, but the last things we'll leave you with here are watch Train to Busan. Yeah. And watch Squid Game. Uh, and watch more foreign films. Because, yeah. again, there's a load of foreign films out there for you to enjoy. Oh, yeah. If you will just turn on the subtitles. <laughs> Venture out of Netflix. Yes. Every once in a while. That as well. You know how many apps I have in the folder on my phone called Entertainment? <laughs> Prime Video, NBC Sports, Disney Plus, Paramount Plus, Netflix, HBO Max, Apple TV, Funimation, Hulu, Peacock, YouTube, Fox Sports. Two of those, won't, you won't find any movies there. Those are sports. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's, again, uh, a world out there for you to enjoy. Um, 
and this Friday, which is today, but we're recording this on a Thursday, which we mm-hmm. always do. The last night in Soho is coming oh, to streaming platforms. Streaming. I, I saw it. What are your thoughts? <laughs> I liked it. Oh, that doesn't fill me with joy. <laughs> oh, no. no. I liked it. I liked it. It wasn't, like, perfect, but I really enjoyed it. Okay. Um, it started off really strong, but I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, no spoilers. I'm so excited for this movie. Um, yeah, you have to let me know what you think. You've seen Scott Pilgrim? Yes. You've seen Baby Driver? Yes. Rank those three movies for me? Um, Scott Pilgrim, Last Night in Soho, Baby Driver driver because i don't like baby driver yeah i don't like baby driver either yeah it sucks that, the beginning was so strong and then it just fell to shit that's a good example of an overhyped movie yeah that movie oh yeah was... it was another one of those it made it to the full full mainstream and it just wasn't good yeah um <laughs> okay so you liked it, it better than baby driver yeah 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 i liked it okay and for everyone who's like why are you acting so weird she liked the movie We've clearly established on previous episodes that when Natalie loves something, it is in the stratosphere of, like, God-tier media. I become obsessive. Yeah, I didn't love it, but I did like it. I enjoyed it. Okay. So maybe I'll love it. I don't know. Yeah. I saw it with my boyfriend. He loved it. He thought it was really good. Like, I've talked to some people about it who have seen it. They said they loved it, so. Okay, cool. I'm really excited to see that movie. Uh, and yeah. hopefully a review is on the cards for us. Because it is yeah. horror, right, horror, Jason? It is. It's horror, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, but uh, special announcement: Natalie will be on vacation all of next week, so there will be no podcast episode next week, correct? Yeah. Okay. Thanksgiving, cool. you know, we gotta take some time to eat some turkey. I'm just kidding; I don't eat meat, but that's okay. A time to be thankful. <laughs> yeah. Thankful for... for or the horror, and because we're not going to review Thanksgiving. <laughs> Yeah, so we were like, what do you want to do this week? And I was like, well, Thanksgiving's next week, and the only Thanksgiving horror movie I know off the top of my head is Thanksgiving. And the more that went on from, like, our... Like, usually after we finish recording an episode, our discussion is like, okay, cool, what do we want to do next week? Just so we're kind of relatively prepared in our minds. Um, And that popped into my head on Thursday. And I mentioned it to you. And from there on out, up until today, when we recorded this episode, I was like... Man, I can't believe I said that out loud. I really hope she didn't watch that movie. I don't want to review this. Okay. It is the worst. Worst. It is the worst. It is like a movie that me and my best friend still meme to this day because it is the worst. It is terrible. Um, so, yeah. Glad we didn't review that. Dodged a bullet. This is much more relaxing, much more chill episode. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. And then we have a week off to be thankful. And then maybe we'll come back next week with a review of Last Night Soho. Yeah. Because who doesn't want to watch an Edgar Wright movie that has Thomas and Mackenzie and Annie Taylor-Joy in it? Annie Taylor-Joy, yes. And um, the doctor, Doctor Who, what's his name? Matt Smith. Matt Smith, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Annie Taylor-Joy is blowing up in the world. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like ever since The Witch, every project she's in is just bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And she's going to be in Robert Eggers' new film as well, which, uh, The Northman, right? Yeah. Yeah. With uh, Skarsgård. So that's also going to be... And Defoe's in it as well, I believe. Right? Is he returning? Probably. I don't remember. I can't remember. I would be surprised if he wasn't. Yeah. Go see The Lighthouse if you haven't watched The Lighthouse, everybody. Um, But, yeah. Uh, she is t- 
taken over the world. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, not to, like, compare, but I feel like it's kind of the same hype that, like, J-Law got when she was first hitting the mainstream. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. Um, you know, there's Queen's Gambit for everyone to enjoy. There's The Witch. There's this new movie, which you liked but not loved. Yeah. So, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? There's The New Mutants, which, <laughs> man, it's amazing that movie even got released. I didn't see it, and I have heard I don't need to, so. Yeah, you don't. You can skip that one completely and forget I even mentioned it. Okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there was also an, a hilarious clip from her being on, I believe it was James Corden, mm. uh, with, uh, oh no, Ben Schwartz. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was going to go, who's the guy who voiced Sonic the Hedgehog? And you were going to be like, <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, Ben Schwartz. Um, and she did this whole thing where she would like, shows like how she can like fake cry mm-hmm. and it was super funny oh i need to watch it i always my girlfriend did this yesterday um falls into those like youtube rabbit holes of like talk oh, show always talk show television and interviews and game shows and stuff like that always i always do it i'm like all right i gotta catch up on my uh jimmy fallon and seth myers yeah exactly <laughs> um but yeah so hopefully in two weeks from now we'll have a review of last night in soho um, yeah. because definitely was on our most anticipated movies of the year uh, way yeah. back when. Yeah, absolutely. I saw it um, Halloween weekend, so that was pretty cool. Just uh, for the Halloween vibes. That's what, what, you're like fifth movie back in theaters? Fifth fifth or sixth or something like that? I think more, to be honest. I saw three in theaters this week because I was on wow. the PTO. Nice. So how is your theater going enjoyment? Good? Good, yeah. That it's been like just very, except for Halloween Kills, it's just been very, very dead. Like not filled at all. Halloween Kills was the first one I've seen that. It's a full theater, obviously. Right, and you've been doing like a mixture of like Nighthawk and regular movie theaters as well. Yeah, I have Regal Unlimited, so I've been trying oh. to use that. <laughs> I think I sub signed up for a Stubbs account, like yeah, two months before COVID. Or something like that. Did you cancel it? Yeah. My girlfriend and I were like, this is a bad idea. Why did we sign up for okay, this? Okay, good. <laughs> um, or like, yeah, I've been going through my bank statements for the past year and a half being like, what is this $26 charge? I don't understand what's going on. The annoying thing about Regal is that when COVID started, they stopped charging people because there was no theaters, obviously. But then once theaters opened again, they started. And I could not figure out how to cancel it. Literally on their app or their website, you can't cancel oh. it, which is ridiculous. It really is. That's a funny so, thing. I that, guess. That's funny because, like, Stubbs, I remember, was, like, annoyingly very hard to cancel as well. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm like, dude, I'm going to pay you to go to the movies either way. Just let me cancel this. Yeah, like, do you know how easy it is to cancel things in this world? Like, it, like, um... Just a free button. trials for free, free trials like, like do you yeah. know how many times i signed up for a free trial and i was just like okay cool sign up cancel seven days gotta watch whatever i gotta watch between yeah. now and then and this i think we had to send an email to somebody if i'm remembering oh correctly it was like just super convoluted for no reason um, yeah that's annoying yeah i know when i tried there was no phone number or anything so i'm like well I guess I'm going to go to Regal again, which, I mean, I'm glad to, so it's fine. But it was, I don't know, it was very annoying. But anyway. Yeah, I have yet to go back to a theater. 
You got to do it. Yeah, I don't know when. This After you get your booster. Yes, I got to be triple jabbed, ready yeah. to go, fully, fully uploaded. Um, the the one movie I did want to go see was Dune, which I haven't seen yet in theaters, and I'm kind of holding mm-hmm. off on watching it. Yeah, I watched it on my laptop, which was not. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's another conversation for another day. No, nah, that's not. I don't recommend it. No, I don't even want to talk about it with you. That's just like disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't recommend it. Go see it in a theater. I was gonna go IMAX full, full, full blast, but yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I still, I just gotta, just gotta get myself back into the theater. I did do a drive-in though, which was cool. That's cool for uh, Green Knight. So that was fun. Nice. So, out of our news, what are you most excited about? The Train to New York movie. Duh. No. <laughs> Um, man, I think Stranger Things. Me too. It's just like a very obvious one for me. Yeah, I'm like, look, like running down our list of the the seven things we talked about. I'm apprehensive on a, se- a second season for Squid Game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last trains in New York should not be happening. No. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever get stars to watch Courtney Cox in this new show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Halloween Ends is dead to me. Uh, I don't know enough about the Jim Jones uh, uh, mass suicide to give my thoughts on it. It's just also a piece of news. It's just a a casting announcement. Yeah, I wasn't like sitting there being like, let's go a Jim Jones movie and it's Leo. Oh my God. Um, The the Prey movie. Yes. I don't know. Um, Stranger Things, at least we can count on. To knock on wood, hear me knocking, be good. Yeah, agreed. Um, one of like underrated, like I feel like it doesn't go mentioned. One of the best casting ensembles in yeah. the history of uh, Netflix, easily probably oh, yeah. maybe the best. I agree. I think that the story is obviously really good, but it's really the characters and the performances that get people invested for sure. Agreed. Uh, Midnight Mass is very close to that as well. Oh, yeah. Because Hamish. We, Hamish, we hit you up. No, we didn't hit you up. But, yeah. <laughs> don't worry, guys. We didn't literally DM him. Don't worry. <laughs> it's just, just like slide in his DMs. Hey, man, you want to talk on our podcast? Um, <laughs> please? <laughs> so uh, funny. But, yeah. All right. Stranger Things Season 4. Yeah. I'm excited for that. One day we'll get it. Just kidding. We know summer. Next summer. So yeah, awesome. So like Max said, we'll be off next week for Thanksgiving, some family time, some relaxation, and then we'll be back probably with another review. So thanks everyone for listening in and we'll catch you next time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.